0: Welcome back to my face my name is Brianna here at Bambi Media and I'm running through today quickly the AI tools that we use in our business to help it run more efficiently. When AI stuff started to come out I was super excited a little bit dubious about what this could mean potentially for some of the things that we do but it has all worked in a really positive way thus far. The robots haven't taken over the world Who knows what's to come, but I'm enjoying what we're doing with it right now. So first on the list, I have to say a big shout out to Descript. Descript has been quite the game changer here for us at Bambi Media. We used to be exclusively using Pro Tools for our podcast editing. I've been using it since I studied audio production at the Queensland Conservatorium of Music over 10 years ago. And it is just what this industry standard is for music production still today. It's a fantastic piece of software. But from a podcast perspective, I was always a little bit annoyed that you couldn't see what the people were saying. So there was no transcript that was associated with it. You were just going along, editing, using the waveform to cut. You can get very tight cuts using the waveform. You can zoom all the way in. You can make it really, really beautiful and on point but it is super time consuming to do it that way. Anyway, so Descript came onto the market quite a few years ago now. And when I first used it, it was super clunky and I hated it and it was not useful. The technology really just wasn't there yet. So I left it alone for another couple of years, maybe. Yeah, another couple of years, continue using Pro Tools, always on the lookout for something that would make it a little bit more efficient, that would make that we could collaborate easier with the other audio editors as well. And then Descript did an update where the storyboarding elements were included, the video podcasting elements were included, and it didn't break all the time, that the bugs weren't as insane anymore. The best thing about it is that you can collaborate with other people in your business. So for us, the entire team now uses Descript. And we can collaborate, we can jump into each other's sessions and go, okay, cool, I'm just going to fix that up. That EQ is a bit wrong, especially for me as the head of the business when I was training people. Instead of me going, bounce out that session as a waveform and then I'll go listen to it and then I'll give you the feedback. You know, Pro Tools does have some collaborative aspects to it and it does have collaborative sessions, but it is super clunky and it is not as efficient as the Descript version of collaboration is. So, this has been an absolute game changer for us from a collaboration point of view, but where the AI really steps in is firstly with the transcript. The transcript's gotten way better. It's not error-free and yet still done by a robot, but it is really quite good. So we can look at that and we can edit using the transcript. And I have a YouTube video that shows you how I actually do that as well. It's just a quick little kind of recap on how that works. The other thing that is, has been really useful is their studio sound feature, Studio Sound is pretty amazing. Adobe Podcast has a beta version of something similar, which is rubbish. I'm going to say it, it's rubbish. Compared to what Studio Sound can do on Descript, the roboticness of the Adobe version is nowhere near what Descript Studio Sound can do. We love Adobe. We use Adobe for different things as well, but we don't use it for podcast editing. So the studio sound feature of Descript is really good and I'll do a a video on what that actually means for you as well so that you can see. But if you're a new podcaster and you're wanting to do it yourself and DIY the show, then Descript is just the best way to do it. There are some things that, you know, will definitely up-level it for you and, you know, EQing is important, compression is still important, what a limiter is, all these things. If you have never used anything before, there's a learning curve. Next thing that we've just started using in our video side is Autopod. If you don't know what Autopod is, holy balls. It is really cool. So it takes multicam editing where your editor would normally sit there and like have to change the camera angles themselves. Like if you've got three camera angles, you know, your editor would have to go through and change them. But now Autopod, uh, you can set some parameters and then you hit go and it does the whole thing in like four minutes. It's not perfect. But it's pretty damn good. Decipher is the next thing that we use for our show notes, for our chapter markers, and for article writing. So Decipher, again, sucked for a while. They've been around for a little while and I used them in the past and it's just it was so repetitive. The AI was bad. The blog writing was bad. Everything sounded bad. I didn't like it. (laughs) It was not good, so I stopped using it. I used Jasper for a while as well but they were a little bit exy for what I was needing it for. Anyway, so then I jumped on the Decipher beta program and they made some remarkable improvements. And it's now in its fully fledged house. The beta period is over. And Decipher has done an incredible job of really updating their whole content deliverable area. But There's always a caveat with this stuff. You can't just be like, sweet, done, thank you. You still have to have a human reading through what has been provided, listening to the episode if they weren't the one that edited it in our case and making sure that the tone is correct, that the writing style is on point, that what they've said actually makes sense with what was actually spoken about. And then the chapter markers can be super repetitive as well. So it still takes you time. But it takes you less time than if you were just doing it yourself with no prompts, with no help. So Decipher is really good. Again, not cheap. It's actually quite expensive for what it does. But because we are looking at, you know, we're using this for ourselves and also for our clients, uh, then it makes sense for us to have this as a service. The other things that we use over in the lead, the design team, is a lot of the Adobe stuff that's coming out. So Photoshop AI is something that has come out. We use the image tool and the content replace tool there. And I might get Alex, our lead designer, to do a little video on how he uses those things in our business as well because it's really cool to see the back end of that and then also Dali which is an image from text tool So that's really cool Canva has a similar thing now as well although I don't think Canva's quite got it yet I've been testing Canva stuff and uh yeah it's not my favorite as far as what it pulls from text a lot of the same sort of looking stuff and again it is you know it's AI generated so it doesn't really hit the mark all the time but Dali's pretty freaking cool so I would check that out as well a lot of the things we use in our business are still not AI, there's, you know, AI is great but you still need a human to do a lot of what we do and I'm happy that AI is going in the way that it's going. There's things that still need to be ironed out from a legal perspective if you're just copying and pasting things and not editing things and you know there's, there's a whole bunch of issues there. But for the purposes of what we're using it for at the moment that I'm really happy with where things are going and how things are developing. If you have any tools that you use that you think I should know about, please leave in the comments because I love to try all the tech. I love tech. If you liked this content, hit subscribe and follow us on YouTube and also follow us on the podcast platforms if you go over there instead. Thanks for joining me and I will speak to you next time.